Well, hello, everyone. Welcome to Weekday Devotion. This is Pastor Daniel, and today we'll be continuing in 1 Timothy chapter 1, and today we'll be looking at verses 12 through 17, 12 through 17. So turn there with me as I will pick up now and read, starting in verse 12. I thank him who has given me strength, Christ Jesus our Lord, because he judged me faithful, appointing me to his service, though formerly I was a blasphemer a persecutor, an insolent opponent. But I have received mercy because I had acted ignorantly in unbelief. And the grace of our Lord overflowed for me with the faith and love that are in Christ Jesus. The saying is trustworthy and deserving of full acceptance that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners of whom I am the foremost. But I received mercy for this reason, that in me... As the foremost, Jesus Christ might display his perfect patience as an example to those who were to believe in him for eternal life. To the king of ages, immortal, invisible, the only God, be honor and glory forever and ever. Amen. Wow, what a powerful section. You know what's interesting here is Paul here goes into a time where he's really preaching to himself as he writes to Timothy. He's reminding himself, and therefore Timothy, and indirectly all of us, that Christ has judged us faithful, not because of our own actions, but because of his faithfulness to us, and has appointed us to his service. I mean, everything Paul says here, we can say for ourselves, if you're a follower of Jesus, because we too, according to verse 13, we were formerly blasphemers. We didn't honor the Lord. We didn't seek for his glory and fame. We lived for ourselves. Even after we're saved, sometimes we still struggle with that and get in the flesh. Persecutors, maybe you've made fun of some Christians before. Even as Christians, we can make fun of other Christians. Um, insolent opponent. Other scripture says that we were before we're saved, we are at enmity with God. We oppose him, therefore he opposes us. Interesting. But all of us, if you're in Christ, you have received mercy. I have received mercy as well. Sure, we acted ignorant in our unbelief. We can't expect non-believers to live like believers because non-believers are ignorant to the gospel. They're ignorant to the things of God. As Paul says elsewhere in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, you know, the things of the Spirit are spiritually discerned. So therefore, those who don't have the Spirit cannot discern spiritual things. So we can't expect non-believers, those who are spiritually dead, to do God-honoring things because we're spiritually dead. So we receive that in mercy. All of us were like that. And then he gets to this incredible statement where the grace of the Lord overflowed for him, just like it does us, and his faith and love. He says, this saying is trustworthy, deserves full acceptance. So here's what we must accept, that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners. That's us. We believe that. He saved us. But then Paul makes this really interesting statement. He says, of whom I am the foremost. Another way to translate that is, I am the worst. And even later on, he'll say, I am the chief of all sinners. Now, isn't that interesting? You know, one would expect that the mighty Apostle Paul, who's been walking with Jesus for decades, who's led literally hundreds and hundreds of people to Christ, planted dozens of churches, writes 13 letters in our New Testament, wouldn't it just be rational to say that he's not the worst sinner ever? 
I mean, that seems like to me what would be rational. And there's a lot of people who are believers who have not done near the things that Paul has done, not had near the wisdom or the not near the the clarity and relationship with Jesus that Paul had. Yet, Paul here claims he's the worst of all sinners. Here's what's interesting. The closer that you and I get to Jesus does not mean you become worse and worse of a sinner. That's not what Paul's meaning here. But the closer you and I get to Jesus, the more it's revealed to us how sinful we really are. So you have someone who's brand new in Christ. Yeah, obviously they're going to still have a lot more sin to deal with and overcome than someone who's been walking tightly with Jesus for a long time. But they're not that close to Jesus relationally yet, so there's still a lot that they don't know. There's still a lot that hasn't been revealed to them. But once you walk tightly with Jesus for a long time, he continues in his faithfulness to show you time and time again other sins in your life so that you may repent and have victory over them and be changed. So when you walk with Jesus a long time, you know it's like the closer you get to the light. Of course, this is appropriate because God is light. The closer you are to Jesus, the more his light exposes your dark areas. So bottom line today, let Jesus shine the light in your dark areas and continue like we talked yesterday, that process of repentance. I pray you walk tightly with Jesus today. I'll talk to you tomorrow.